So this is all about go beyond. And tonight we're talking about going beyond your borders. And um, it's about going beyond your limitations. Where we feel like we're limited, God can take us to the next level. And he can continue to take us. It's about, it's about being more focused outward than we are focused inward. It's because so many times, a lot of what, what happens is we walk in these doors, here to this room, here to emerge. And this is your first time here. We're really glad that you're here. We're glad Welcome to our Emerge family. We're so glad that you're here because this is a family. You see around this room, you see so many friendships, so many connections. And one thing that we say here is that we're a family made of friends. And that's important to us. And that's really valuable to us. And we want to invite you to be a part of our family here. But a lot of times, when even, even though we say we're a family, a lot of times what we can tend to do is when we walk in these doors in the back of the room, we still make this all about us. We still make it all about us. And, and I'm this way too. I'm kind of selfish sometimes. Like I don't like to share. Like I, I take double stuffed Oreos and I hide them at my house because I don't want to share with my kids and, and my wife. Um, and yeah, I just don't, I just don't, I love me some double stuffs. Um, but I've tried I've, I've, I've tried not to eat those so much lately, but, but what, what happens is we, we, instead of being outward focused and showing up here to reach out to others and to show love to others, a lot of times we come in this room and we're so inward focused. What can this person do for me? How can this person make, can they make me feel happy? Can they make me feel excited? Do I want to hang out with this group of people tonight? Or do I want to come over here and do my own thing? Do I want to play ping pong? Do I want to play pool? Like, do, you know, am I, we, 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 put this, all this on us and we make it all about us and, and we're inward thinking and, and we're, we're but I want it to us to focus and to work on and to think about thinking about others, not just here on a Wednesday night, but outside of these doors in our own world, because, um, we're tip, we aren't typically thinking what, what can I do to help change the lives of other people? That's typically not something that we sit here and think about. See, I think a big reason that we don't look outward, we don't look beyond ourselves, is because we see our limitations. We see our limitations. We see how we're, we know how we're limited. We know our faults. We know how we're limited in, in so many areas. And we think we're inadequate. A lot of times we feel like, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough. Um, and, and, and maybe I don't speak well enough in front of people. I don't know what to say. And so what happens is we begin to put these limitations on our lives. And those limitations will keep you from the great things that God has for you. I don't know about you, but I want to experience all that God has for me. I don't want just this limited little bit. I just I want everything that God has. Man, you guys, I can't I've been a Christian for like almost most of my life. And I cannot begin to explain what an adventure this is. You guys anybody like adventure? You like to do crazy things, you like to be a little bit crazy sometimes. Guys, following being following Jesus, living the life of Christ is an adventure. It's an adventure, and, and it's something new every single day. I kind of picture, picture it something like this. Um, some, someday, one of these days, every single one of us in this room um, will stand before God in heaven on Judgment Day. Every single one of us will have that opportunity to stand before God. And God, he, what he does, he starts looking through your life. And he's going to look through your life, and, and he could say, you know what, welcome to heaven. Um, but did you know that... Your life 
could have been so much more. It could have been so much more if you would have just believed in the story that I wrote about your life. If you could have just followed through, if you could have just believed in the plans that I had for your life. If you could, if you believed you could go beyond your borders, you could go beyond what you hold yourself. You could be, go beyond your limitations and you could have changed the world. And, and this is what your life could be. And, and picture like a big screen kind of like this. And all of a sudden your life starts playing on this big screen. And, and, um, and, and God, and he's, you're watching it there with God. And God's kind of like, well, you see right here at this moment, when I told you to go to talk to that kid at that locker, you didn't. And, and, and let me show you this. This is what could have happened. And then you begin to see this scene played out where this amazing story begins to unfold as you lead this kid to Jesus, this person to Jesus. <clears throat> but many times we miss out on that story because we're not willing to go beyond our borders. We're not willing to step out of our little box, out of our little comfort area, and we're not willing to go beyond our borders. And tonight this is all about looking outward. It's all about, all about looking outward. You see the disciples in the Bible, they were in the same place. They were in the exact same place. See what had happened. I had landed, read it a minute ago, but it was leading up to this. <clears throat> they were in the same place. So Jesus, at this point, like he had already uh, been crucified on the cross. He had already been, been in the, put in the tomb for three days. What happened after the third day? Oh, like he came back, like it was awesome. And, and he rose from the dead. But here's what happened. After he came back, he hung out with these people for like 40 more days. He was here on the earth. And, and he was with these people. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, that's better. And so he was, he was back on the earth. <coughs> no, it's not. <coughs> <coughs> wow, that was loud. I'm sorry. I tried to cover it up. So he was back. On the earth for like 40 more days. And after that 40 days, he came to this, this group of people and he said, you know what? My time's up. I've got to go on. I've got to go to heaven. And I've got to move on. And he's about to be taken up into heaven. And then Jesus leaves them with one thing. Does anybody know what that one thing he is? What he said to them? Keep in mind this. All the disciples, um, all of these people that follow Jesus, they had been thinking in their heads this whole time. Um, that even even probably in this moment, Jesus had already died. He had already rose again from the grave. He, he came back from the dead. And now what they're thinking, he's going to set up a throne here on the earth and he's going to reign as king over the whole world. And these people, they were looking for a king. They were looking for a warrior. They were looking for someone who was going to come in and just take over and be like, hey, everybody's Christians now. But that's not what Jesus did. He came to this earth and, and, and Jesus left so he could leave it for us to lead. He left so he could leave it for us to leave so we could take his words, so we could take his gospel, so we could take his message of love and, and spread it around the whole world. Jesus left them with one thing and, and, and I want you guys to have it. I want every single one of you guys in this room to have it and to use it in your life too. I had landed and read it a minute ago. It's Acts 1.8. It says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you 
And you will be my witnesses in, in J- Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. What did he say they will receive? But, but, but like he said, you will receive what? What? Yeah. He says, you will receive that power when the Holy Spirit comes on your life. You will be my witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the end of the earth. And right after Jesus said this, he was like, peace out. I'm out of here to air conditioning and like, you know, clouds and it's going to be great. Good food. And this is the last thing that Jesus said to these guys before he left. They're probably thinking, they, they were probably thinking when Jesus started saying, hey, this is the last thing I'm going to tell you. They were probably thinking, oh, good. Jesus is going to tell me my future. Like he's going to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Like he's going to tell me my gifts and he's going to tell, tell me my talents. And he's going to tell me all the plans that he has for me. But b- before Jesus goes to heaven, I, I bet he's going to tell me like the secrets of the future. Je- Jesus, he didn't do any of that. He didn't do any of that at all. Because all of those thoughts, all of those things are inward focused. It's all about me. I want to see. I want to know. Tell me about this. I want to know this. Tell me this, Jesus. But he didn't do that because it's all inward focused. And Jesus wanted these people to be outward focused. And if you're coming to Emerge on a Wednesday night and you're asking God to talk to you about you, that may happen. That may happen, and I hope it does happen. But he has full intention on talking to you about what you need to do when you walk out these doors. His intention is to get you to to have to let you know what you're supposed to be doing when you walk out these doors, when you leave here. And Jesus, his disciples were looking around. They were asking, "Well, well, well, now who do we follow? Now what do we do? And Jesus wanted them to walk away from there saying, how do I lead? How do I step out and lead? How can I say, how can I run with this? How can I take this? And, and, and leaders and students in this room tonight, you need to answer that question tonight. How can I lead? What can I do? You need to answer that question. What, who are you going to lead? It's about, it's about, it's all about leading that kid in class. It's all about leading that kid at the locker next to you. It's, it's all about leading your family at home, into a relationship with Jesus. Many of you, you guys have jobs. Leaders, you have jobs. It's all about leading those people in your workplace. Jesus is calling us to lead. He didn't call us, call us to be followers of other people. He called us to lead. And let me share with you just for a moment, um, just kind of some vision and some thoughts and ideas and, and plans <clears throat> that I feel like that God has planned for this group right here that God has orchestrated for this group right here. And, and I believe that God is orchestrating and he's planning and he's putting pieces together for a mighty move of God to take place right here in this room. I really believe that we're going to see healings in this place, like miraculous healings in this place. We're going to see many salvations right here in this room. We're going to see so many people come to Jesus right here at Emerge. But I don't believe that it's going to happen until we're ready. We have to be ready for this. We have to be ready for this. That's one reason you, you, we announced them a, c- a couple of weeks ago. I had introduced them to you again tonight. We've almost pretty much doubled 
our leadership, our adult leadership team here at Emerge, because we want to be able to take on the students who are going to show up here and, and, and to be able to, to care for you guys and be able to love you guys appropriately. Um, I've got plans and dreams and visions for our youth space right here. I believe that we are one move of God away from packing this room out every single week, 200, 300. Johnny, he's praying for 300 kids to be at our winter retreat this year. Dude, how amazing would that be? Uh, that, would, that We would like, we regularly have like 60 and like 300 show up. I mean, <clears throat> that would be a miraculous move of God. But you know what? I don't doubt that can happen. I fully believe that that could happen. We could pack this place out every week. We could have 300 students at winter retreat this year. Does anybody else believe that God can do this? Does anybody else believe that? Okay, I can. But here's the deal. We've got to get past us. We've got to get past me, that me mentality. If we're going to remain so inward focused, we're going to miss out. We're going to miss out on what God wants to do in this place. If we're all about me, God is calling us to lead. Every day when you go to school, when you go to work, when you go home, wherever you go, you, you, you leave every bit of who you are there. Be full of Jesus and change your world. It's all or nothing. It's not even just 99%. That's not enough. It's got to be all or nothing. You've, you guys in this room, you've got the Holy Spirit in your life. That means that you have the power to change your world. You've got the power to change your world. Jesus is saying to you that you've got the power to do what you need to do. You just got to step out and do it. You've just got to step out and do it. So tonight, here in a moment, we're going to respond, have an opportunity to respond at the end of the night. And I believe that people can walk out of here healed. I believe that people can walk out of here knowing God's calling for your life. You can know your purpose. I believe there's people who can walk out of here being baptized in the Holy Spirit for the first time, full of God's power and ready to change your world. But it starts tonight. It starts with you making a decision tonight that my life is going to change. I'm never going to be the same. I'm going to follow Jesus wherever he goes. And it starts tonight. You don't, you don't go out and just try to witness. Jesus didn't call us to try to witness. <clears throat> he called us to be witnesses. Just like the great biblical theologian Yoda said, do or do not, there is no try, right? You're either going to do it or you're not. You've got to step out. So to go beyond your borders, you've got to see beyond yourself. <clears throat> To go beyond your borders, you got to see beyond yourself. So many times we ask Jesus, Jesus, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? I'll do it, Jesus. You just got to tell me and like call me on the phone and like tell me what you want me to do. Like make it a real loud audible, audible voice. Where do you want me to go? And, and Jesus points out. He's like, I want you to go. I, and I really feel like he talks to some of you and talks to some of your hearts. And he's like, I want you to go there. And we keep looking at her. Jesus, where do you want me to go? And we're like, we're just too busy looking at ourselves to really follow through on the answer to look to where he's pointing us to go. 
And then what happens is we begin to make arguments about why we can't go there. Jesus, I'm not good enough. Or I'm not bold enough, Jesus. Or or, I'm I'm not smart enough to have those conversations, Jesus. But if you remember this, if you guys remember the story of Moses, and when he was called to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt, God spoke to him through a burning bush, like a bush on fire burning, and God's voice is coming out of it, and you're like, whoa, that's cool, God, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to pay attention for sure. And But he spoke to him out of a burning bush. And Moses didn't respond by saying, oh, that's cool. I got this. I can do this, God. I can do this. He responded by saying, but God, I have a st- stutter. I can't talk right, God. I- I'm inadequate. I'm not good enough. That's why I can't do it. Many of you guys have heard God's plan, maybe many of you guys in this room, you know God's plan and you know God's purpose for your life, but you're too scared to do it. And that's the culture of people today. When God says to go, we begin to make excuses why we can't do it. God's calling every single one of us to go and we're like, oh, hold on. Um, it's it's late. I got homework. I got to feed the goats. I got to feed the dog. I got to, I got to take out the trash. Like we begin to make excuses as to why we can't do these things. But what happens though, is on Wednesday nights in our worship times, we're sitting here and say, spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. God, I want to follow you wherever you go in the deep waters in in the dark places, wherever you, and we're sitting here singing, spirit, lead me. I'm not going to try it, but We're saying this stuff, but we don't really mean it. We're saying, God, use me. God, sing me. Send me. We're singing songs all about it. We're we're hearing messages about it. And then God shows you and you respond by saying, yeah, I can't do that, God. I really can't do that. And so many of us, we're so... We're so proactive on our social media, on your, your Twitter, on your Snapchats, on your Facebook or whatever. We're so proactive about our, our, our rights and our politics and about our school and about the royals or about the chiefs. But we don't say a word about Jesus. I'll stand up and fight for my social injustices. I'll stand up and fight for people hurting animals. I'll stand up and fight for my team. But I won't say a word about the most important thing. See, when Jesus is talking about going beyond your borders, he he's, doesn't talk about Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea, the ends of the earth, like they're all separate things. If he was saying this to you here today, it would be something like, I'm going to send you to Lee Summit and then to Kansas City and then to Missouri And then to all over the earth. See, when Jesus calls the disciples, he isn't saying, you're going to go to Jerusalem, reach Jerusalem, leave Jerusalem, and then go to Judea, reach Judea, leave Judea, and then go to... He's he's not saying that. He's not saying you're going to leave your borders behind. What he's saying to you is, I'm going to expand your borders. I'm going to expand your territory. I'm going to expand your reach of influence. He's not saying... You either get Jerusalem or you get Judea. He's saying, I'll give it all to you. See, God, he's not an either and God. He's a, he's, he's a both God. 
He's not an either or God. He's a both and God. And we're like, God, what do you want me to do with that? And God is saying both. God's a both and God, like like at McDonald's. We go to McDonald's after church tonight. I want to invite you to go with us. It's awesome. We hang out. But like we go to McDonald's and, and you go up to the counter and like, I want ice cream. And they're like, chocolate or vanilla? And I'm like, I'm a grown man. I want both. And so like twist cone it is, you know, like you, get, that's like God. He's like, I'll, I'll give it to you. It's, it's all out. I'll give it to you. And God is saying, I don't want to give you just Lee's Summit. But I want to give you Blue Springs. I want to give you Independence. I want to give you Grain Valley. I want to give you Odessa. I want to give you Oak Grove. I want to give you Kansas City. I want to give you Raypack. I want to give you Belton. And he wants to expand your territories to where you are. And God can expand your territory tonight. If we can have our band to go ahead and come up and get ready. See, it begins with your first step. See, And here's the deal. Your first step is your most difficult step. It's your most difficult step. Even for me, I got to be honest with you guys. Even for me, the first step is the most difficult one. It's, it's even as a pastor. And the step is this. You need to know this. Write this down. My Jerusalem is first. See, that's where they were at. That's where they were located. And, and, and that's where you're, wherever you're located, wherever you're planted, wherever your home is, wherever your school, wherever you live, your Jerusalem is first. To be witnesses, the first command is to be witnesses to our Jerusalem first, to where we're at first. That's our homes. That's our schools. That's where we're from. So I, I got to be honest with you guys. <clears throat> For some reason, it's, it's really hard to talk to my family about Jesus. Would you guys agree? Some of you guys agree? It's really tough to talk to my family about Jesus, my family who doesn't know Jesus. It's easier to go to another country and share Jesus with them than it is to share them with share Jesus with my own family. But you know what? Jesus calls us to our Jerusalem first. More often than not, what we what we tend to do is we we romanticize the part that says to the end of the earth. We make that the best part and the grandest part and the most wonderful part. But what we do is when we do that is we neglect our Jerusalem. Who are your families, your friends, the people at your workplaces? God will never give us the end of the earth until we're faithful in our Jerusalems. Like, don't don't try to spiritualize, like reaching those outside of your comfort zone at at the, the cost of the ones inside of it. See, this past summer, we went to Nicaragua. A lot of us went to Nicaragua on a missions trip, and we're more concerned about reaching people while our own families are going to hell, while your best friends are going to hell. See, our Jerusalem's got to come first. God will never give you the ends of the earth until you reach your Jerusalem's first. You may come to merge and you may have a, a passion for Jesus, but do you have a passion for the people that he loves? Who does Jesus love? Everyone. I, I got a passion for my friends. We hang out, we play ping pong, it's great. I love them. But that kid over there, yeah, he can just stay there. We got a passion for our group. We got a passion for Emerge. But a lot of times we're saying, yeah, that person that's not like me can just go to hell. 
if we're like Jesus and we have a heart like Jesus, we have to say, I not only, not only have a passion for these people, but I got a passion for this guy too. I got a passion for this guy too. I got a passion for these people. I've got a passion for these people. We have to be like Jesus. One thing that we say here is that found people find people. It's not say we say found people, we find our friends. That, that includes everyone. If you're found in Christ and you have a relationship with Jesus, it's our job, it's our responsibility to tell others about it, to find others. Our biggest excuse is what if. See, a lot of times we, we, we have to stop giving in to the excuses and we have to step up into the purposes that God's created for us. See, imagine this. Imagine if you stop uh, uh, living according to the things that you hate about yourself and you started living according to the things that God loves about you. Your fear will always tell you that what you're not or what you don't have or what you can't do and what you'll never be. But God says different about you. You'll always receive criticism for something that's never been done before. There's this evangelist, and, and I'm going to be done like now. His name, was, his name is C.T. Studd, and he says this. He said, some wish to live within the sound of a church bell, but I want to run a rescue shop within a yard of hell. See, some people want to live like in the church, close to the church, play it safe. Guys, we can't play it safe anymore. We can't play it safe anymore. Don't let the only times that you're all about Jesus is while you're right here in this room, while you're right here in this church. It starts with you going beyond your borders. It's time to stop making excuses and time to start making moves. I'm going to say a prayer and and I'm going to ask our our leaders if they would go ahead and come to the front and stand across the front of the room. And and we're going to sing that, that song again, Oceans. We're going to sing that song and we're going to we're going to sing it out. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. And and I'm going to pray. And when I say amen, I want every single every single one of us in this room to stand and to respond by coming to the front. Raise your hands we're, like we're going to go after Jesus tonight.